Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My talkers, Thursday afternoon, a beautiful one at that. Lori and Julia are here to bring you into this wonderful afternoon. We've got a great show ahead and we're going to talk about one of our new shows that we have just been loving over at Apple Plus. Right, guys? Oh, my oh yeah. gosh. Well, that first of all, Julia this morning sends me a picture of Madonna. <laughs> Oh, I torture. I torture Lori with <laughs> pictures of Madonna because she will. She refuses to take what do we call her icon status classes. She doesn't. How to age as an icon? She refuses to enroll in our college postdoctorate program that we have for icons. Yes, she just doesn't, and she looks like she is strapped in. In fact, this may be my <laughs> Halloween costume. <laughs> I have this pink wig, <laughs> and I Lori, have those white sunglasses. And you have to just wear grills. And yes, and you have, and Lori, I'm going to have to add some padding to my figure. Lori, this is perfect <laughs> okay. for you. Um, but anyway, I mean, she's so corseted and laced, it laced in, and everything, and it's just like I just simply. All I do is laugh when I send you these. Yeah, my theory is that she disturbed planet human when she put in the bbls mm-hmm. what are bbls the big butt lift that she had she had the two big it, i don't even call it a lift it's a, it just big butt but the implants. two big the big yeah. implants and 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 just caused a lot of stuff and then she had the hip thing and anyway i don't know what is going on with madonna but then i get the photo of johnny depp and someone um Someone captions it. My, my, my grand, my great grandma has <laughs> left the home again. And if you see her, please return to seventy three Highbury Street. And it's Johnny Depp, like at a show just recently, and it's as distressing to me as Madonna. Would you please send me that one? Oh, I, I will. So this is a form of torture for each other. But yeah, I just so oh. I so. But when I see Johnny Depp, and last night, um. Uh, because I didn't bowl due to my deeply uncomfortable thing that I had happen with mm-hmm. me at the gym. Um, so Casey and I watched the third episode of Shantaram. So, mm-hmm. so, and, and Charlie Hunnam, you know, and we'll talk about that in a second, but you know, Johnny Depp. Yes. Was originally, he had this for so long. The book came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. It was an instant bestseller, Shantaram, by G- Gregory David Roberts. And even though the book... A Man with Three First Names. Yeah, and, and the book is like, you know, like parts of it, you're like, hey, this seems familiar, Nick, because it might have a feeling of another book that you've read before. He's He's a very, he says it's memoir, but it's probably 20% memoir and the rest he's just made up. 
to be a great story. You know, that's the sense I got reading this 936 page. But you loved it. Yeah, I did because it was a fantastical story. Yes, it was a fictional memoir. So Depp has it. He has it since uh, 2005, the year after it came out. And the year they went to go make it, Pirates of the Caribbean, Riding High, it was 2000. And all 12,000 Hollywood film and TV writers were on strike. Oh, I remember that year. I remember that year because, yes, yes. We talked about yes, it. Yes, we did. A lot. Yes. And so um, he, this was, they had a script written. They were ready to start filming the yes. bank robbing heroin addict who escapes in Australian prison, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and so... Um, First out is the author. He was the first domino to fall. It's mm-hmm. been 20 years in the making wow. for this this yeah. thing to, that's a, now on Epic. And um, um, I think, uh, and then, of course, Charlie Hunnam perfectly finally cast yes. in his first good thing since Sons of Anarchy. I mean, he was La, La City of Z, but I mean, The Gentleman, that was kind of good. But oh, I he, love The Gentleman. That was a good movie. Guy but Ritchie. he's like struggled to find yes, something, has. a starring vehicle. But anyway, then the guy who did a Dead Poet Society, they're like, okay, we're going to get this. We'll wait till the writers are done. And then that director fell out of the wayside. And then another guy came in and Depp just basically said, you know, we've put the movie on pause. And then he went on to be in Sweeney Todd, and there was another, you know, Disney. So basically, Public Enemies, Alice in Wonderland. They, he just never got back to it. And then he aged out of the part. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He So then Warner yeah. Brothers paid $2 million for Joel Edgerton to be Lynn Wood. And he's in, in 2013. He's, in, he's the... In your astronaut show? Uh, no, oh, Joel Edgerton. He's oh. quirkier. Another, okay. another guy. But um, and he, was, Johnny, he was in that The Warrior. You yeah. remember the boxing movie with Tom? Um, with uh, gosh, he was yeah. the brother with yes, gosh, with Tom Hardy, and he was the brother. They fought each other in The Warrior. It was about UFC. Yeah, we don't know that one. No, but anyway, one. you know Joel Edgerton. But anyway, Johnny would produce, so that's how he was going to keep his little mitts in it, and then. Um, and then, you know, Charlie Hunnam is on vacation in Thailand and he devours all 936 pages of this book. Oh, that's what happened to him too. And, and again, he was in a ma- woo-woo store. And this is the only book they carried. Like, probably, what happened to you? Like me, and he had the time to read it and he called his agent and said, I've got to, st- is, this is, you know. I would like to make a noble attempt to have this made. And he felt it should be a TV series because it's too much for a two-hour movie. Uh-huh. Which totally. It is. Totally. It's an epic. And that's like such a great thing with these that streaming has brought right. to books. So he signed on to the lead of this in September of 2019. All right, so this was made pretty quickly. If you think about it, it's 2022. Well, yeah, but then COVID COVID shut it all down. But that's why we didn't hear much about it. or And I hadn't read the damn book. We didn't know anything about it. And then um, the critics don't really like it. But the audience? Yeah. Grant, you watched all three. All three last night. Binged them out. And like you said, 
these episodes are like 60 minutes long, and there's no way they could have done a two-hour movie. Oh, no I, I love every minute of no, every episode. It's yeah. beautifully done. Yeah, it is. It really oh, is. It just brings you into a culture, especially for me. I've never even been in, like, you know. India. India or anything, and you just get it. You feel like you're a part of the, the, mm-hmm. the culture with how they're doing it. It's you're going to love the serpent. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I told him. Oh, yeah, it. It's time for random thoughts. It is. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. No, Lori's in here going, oh, no, oh, no, because she's showing me the scary old picture of Johnny Depp. Oh, I could see her mouth and I could see her going, oh, no, oh, oh no. no. So I was wondering. No. What was... Speaking of scary and speaking of UFO things in, in our show today, um, the sexy fairy is the costume to wear this year. Oh, I can totally yes, see every year how that there's would a be fun. Trending Halloween costume. It's always got to be sexy for. Uh-huh. So it's a sexy nurse, sexy fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you basically dress in lingerie and put some little flowers or stars or little things in your hand, butterfly wings. All you have Voila. to do is add wings to whatever great outfit you look good in and call yourself a sexy fairy. Boom. Done. What are you? Done. I'm a sexy fairy. I'm a sexy fairy. So you can wear whatever you want. Wear pleather and lace. Love it. Okay. So, <laughs> pleather and lace. lace. I love it. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I pleather and lace. I like a pleather and lace. <laughs> so one of the things that we've known since we met with the Smile Doctor in 1992 at Carlson Companies is when you smile at people... It changes everything. If Even if you're on the phone, even here sometimes when one of us is in a bad mood, I look at you or you look at me and you, you like grin. And we know each other are saying it, people can feel the anger. Just smile. Just posing Just, with a smile improves your mood. It, it does. In study a new study, after study, right? A study found out if you smile at people, it's like the easiest way to spread joy. It If you smile, smiles are contagious, laughter is contagious, and it spreads to an average of three other people. Is Um, this the one from Stanford University? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's basically the easiest. They studied it for selfies and social media. That's how they, this is another way they wanted to see, can you make other people smile even if you're doing a cheesy selfie smile? Can that lift your mood? And it does. Smiling. And then we used to do this thing, Grant, that we've never done with you that I think we should do. No, no, no. All right. All right. Uh, Nope. We're going to do it a day when Lori's gone. No, not a day that I'm gone, but a day that it feels organic. All right. A day that feels organic. No, I can't, you know, we can't just like pull it out. Pull it out. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm -hmm. Um, Times Square getting a Caesars Palace casino. New York. Yeah. I would be. Um, Thumbs up. Mm, I would be shocked if that happened. It well, they're they're trying to get it through, but I would be too if I they got shocked, the gaming yeah. in New York City and yeah. Times Square. It is up there. It'd be, be fun. But no. I don't like it. I like having gambling in Vegas. I like Vegas being our, our destination for that. Thank you. you know? Have you guys been to Atlantic City? No. I have once. Yeah, it's not. It's it. nothing to be repeated. <laughs> no, no it's I've like, been there one time. It's one of those experiences. <laughs> How I feel about Aruba. <laughs> oh, I know, uh, Lori, you're so funny. This is a good. This is a good story that is making national news today about how a small town called Frost, Minnesota, and its 198 residents of Frost, Minnesota, rallied around one of their farmers, Scott Legreed, who um, got in an accident when he swerved off the road trying to avoid a puppy. 
<gasps> and he injured himself, his shoulder blade, his ribs, yeah. vertebrae, collapsed lung, and a concussion. Oh, God, he and can't work the farm. It's harvest time. So the entire town rallied around him and his farm and brought their machinery and harvest all of his crops and everything. And this is making national news. I so love it. Doing we, good we for others. Good, we need a good feel good story. Yeah, doing cool. and then the heroes in rich people's problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to news, a new survey of a survey of the one 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 percent mm-hmm. um, of rich people, seventy percent of this one percent are very worried about handing down their fortunes to their kids and other heirs because. They don't think they will use their inheritance wisely. Teach them to use spend wisely, and you won't have to worry about that. Mom well, they're and Dad. too lazy to do that because they pay other people to teach their Thank- kids and do things. There you go. Okay, so this is we're going to see how it shakes out because, according to economists, they are predicting we're going to see the greatest wealth transfer ever in human history. I believe it over the next twenty years because when we grew up and our parents grew up, we always knew we were going to make more than the next generation. And I think in the more recent generations, I don't know that that's necessarily true. It's because, Juliet, 90% of the wealth is held by 1% of 100%. the people. 100%. Okay, yes. that's why. Yes. And there are now, a lot of those people are old and they're going to die. Yep. And that so money's going to get moved around. Yes. it's. And I hope it spreads out. The greatest wealth transfer. Yeah, it's not like well, the great gold rush. No. It's mm-hmm. the great wealth transfer. Hmm. Well, we won't, we won't have we won't. to worry about that. Well, we won't. We'll never have to worry about <laughs> no, that. We won't. Not even for half a second. Uh, Not even for half a second. Um, so I was watching um, maybe ESPN, and they were talking about, you know, the kickoff of the NBA season happened the other night, and they were showing Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors at the beginning of the game. Um, you know, they make this big hollow blue because they won the, the championship last year. And he's got this ring on his finger, and it's their ring for being Champion. champs. Okay, it is <laughs> that ring. It's like a golf ball. It's 16 carats. The ring? The ring yeah. alone is 16 of diamonds? carats. Yes. Yellow diamonds. Listen Yellow. to this. It, 16 is it carats. the most expensive NBA uh, championship oh, ring? Um, in 2021, when um, Milwaukee won it, their rings were valued at $100,000 a piece. How much are these? I have no idea. They even said, but these rings, they're so big, they have a secret compartment mm-hmm. on the top of the ring, which unveils the trophies won by each player, which is only accessible by a secret lever. Designed in the architectural feature. I'd never be able to figure out how to get it well, open. Well, the ring is so big you wouldn't wear it. No. Like, I, yeah. I've seen my friend's um, husband as like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. M- MLB championship rings. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that on a necklace and stuff. Yeah. And that's but, nice. And that's but, wearable. But from the 90s when Jostens was simple, simple back, back then, it was just yes. a simple stone with an engraving. Now these things are as big as, you know, a Hope Diamond pretty much it really on your is. Finger. It looks like you're wearing a small plum. Who pays for the ring? The, the NBA? The NBA. I mean, the NBA it is so, so full much. of money. And oh, the, okay. the, that playoff run, that team made so much money. It's just like a little bonus. And some of the, you know, and everybody in the staff gets one, not just the players. Right. You're really? right about that. Yeah, and same with Cash option instead. Yes, <laughs> they even have some of the teams give them championship rings to their wives. They give like simpler yeah. ones to the girlfriends or wives mm-hmm. as well. You can buy them for family members. Yeah. But most teams who win a championship give it to the whole staff. Yes, always. Yes, that's yes. what they do. It's always your full. T- like my cousin who worked for the uh, the Dodgers at, on the season ticket sales side of it has a ring, and he worked for the Lakers at the Staples Center. He has a ring too. He's got two rings. He's like twenty seven years old. They're big. Yeah, sixteen carats. Jeez. Uh-huh. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Okay, so tonight, mm-hmm. this is another accidental sports thing. Oh, dear. But it's it's for Swifties. Tonight, the game is is in the third quarter of tonight's game, which is on Amazon Prime. What game? The Thursday Night the Football. The Thursday Night Football game. Oh, okay. In the third quarter, we're going to get a sneak peek of the mi- midnight release by Taylor Swift, which is not coming out till midnight or tomorrow, but people who watch the game in the third quarter, the Swifties, mm-hmm. they're exp- I think it's brilliant. Yeah. On Amazon's part. Right. Paid a lot of money to get some viewers on yep. there. Yeah. Yep. To get people, you'll get a glimpse of a few of her, something about her new well, album. Good. It'll all be reported on and listened to by the time we wake up in the morning. <laughs> Someone else will have done work for us, Julia. It'll be perfect. It's it's a game. Who's playing tonight? The Saints and someone else. Oh, I don't even know. I, I don't see even know. The, the Astros won last night. I know they did. Ugh. I told you the lady that I met said the only team they Cardinals. were worried, Astros were worried about playing were the Mariners. She's yeah. like, we'll beat the Yankees, no problem. I mean, what a cocky lady. I yeah. know. I, I can't didn't... wait to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Those right. Vikings, we're going to beat anybody. Yeah, Bring them our way. Long ways from that. Not a chance. Yeah. We've got them. So, I... all right. Well, that all was right. a good mishmash of random, Julia. It was It was random randomness. All okay. right. So, oh, maybe. Oh, we've got something to give away soon. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right. You, let's take a look at your MyTalk traffic. Brought to you by Rebath of Minneapolis. I almost said you guys, and I'm doing my best to not say it because I realized recently I say you guys way too much. So let's look at your my talk traffic ring. <laughs> she just said it. In the, I have a problem with saying that, so I'm going to try. That Beverly Hills reunion part two, oh, that delivered. It was it was good. It was appalling. It was heartbreaking. It was, it was everything we want in uh, Real Housewives reunion, Julia. It was, it was, it's too much. Oh, what? I just wonder. Where's Brittany when I need her? No, I watched it, Lori. I watched all of it. Then I watched Salt Lake. Then I watched the after parties. Yeah. I've done it all. Well, so Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the reunion part two. Um, you know, last we left, Diane Jenkins, who's the uh, rich housewife that is, uh, I think she's just one and done. The rumor is she's already been fired from the show um, because One Bravo did their own investigation and found out that she is behind <laughs> the bots and the attack on Garcelle's 14-year-old son. But she paid to be on the reunion, Was re- looked really great, Was seemed to be reading from legal cue cards, 
And after, you know, Andy was like, well, Garcelle, do you think Diane was behind the bots? And she said, yes, I yes. do. And I've I've got an investigation. I'm going to find out. Because, you know, Lisa Rinna stirred that pot and accused Garcelle of, of, of being in on for sympathy. You know, Lisa I mean, Rimmer's. Lisa Rinna is just so awful. So then these ladies evolve into... The most uh, incredible conversation until we get into the next one is that they have to answer Garcelle called Diane evil, you know, for being because Garcelle very or uh, Diane very much was trying to insert herself with a 14 year old son of her friends. You know, she. She was getting in her own way and making things worse. And Garcelle thought that was really evil. So the ladies get into a discussion with Andy prompting them. What is worse? To be called. To be called a see you next Tuesday or evil. Which this just, that this was even a conversation blew me away because, because it's obvious. It's obvious it's what obvious. is the bad word. And, it's and, obvious. And that's what Andy thought. And that's what all of season three yep. of Real Housewives, Brandy Glanville used that word a lot. And my God, you should have seen the diamond clutching that went on well, the whole season oh. about that I'm word. I'm sorry, rightly so. So here's the answer, but here's the discussion. I don't hate you, Diana. I just want to be left alone. I don't want you posting about me. I don't want you harassing me on social media. I haven't harassed anyone here on social media. Did you not go and and call me evil? I called you evil because of what you said to her. Was it after you called Sutton a Things in Aspen become explosive between Sutton and Diana. Oh, she was evil. Which is the harsher word? C word or evil? The C word. It's a harsher than calling somebody evil. Yes. Yes. You, you think that calling someone evil well, is worse than the C word, calling so someone a, the C oh, word? I think, I think evil is. I think evil is. I mean. I think evil's much worse. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> so, solid motherfucker, evil. I did not call you solid. And begging you. I did not. No, you I, have, I did not Sutton, call you Sutton called Sutton, you soulless. You can't talk to her. Sutton called you soulless. <laughs> yep. Sutton, is there something that you wanted to clear up or say this to Diana so if she were here today? Oh, I don't need to clear anything up. No. <laughs> I mean, I think we're very clear on our non-relationship. It's true. I'm, I'm so disappointed right now. I'm really, really hurt to uh, for everything that Gisela said. I just, I'm actually shocked. <laughs> she just said some things, but it's me. It's always me. Yeah. I will, I will put my right hand, and I'm putting it. And she put up her left I hand. Know that <laughs> would ever go after your sweetheart son? Your Not sweetheart a son. Not a chance. Jackson Garcelle brought it to our attention, but I'm sure this is happening on a daily basis. Listen to her now. Yesterday, yeah. I have filed a lawsuit in LA County, and we will get to the bottom of it. And we will find the truth, and we will get justice for Jack. No 14-year-old should ever go through what he went this through. This sure she's reading from yeah. the cue cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And Dorit waiting to see what Lisa Rinna and Erica, and she says, like, Evil is a touch more. And I thought, you ladies went ballistic 
on I mean it's and and then and then and then Erica decided to divulge that um she had an encounter with Piquet one um, of the women's husbands in the past before they were together. Yeah, Piquet, when he was just Paul Kemsley, and not Piquet, as Dorit calls him. And she said, he came up to me at the Berlin Film Festival and asked me and my friend if we were in porn. And the look on Dorit's face, because I'm like, Dorit, you keep aligning yourself with these people, was she was so horrified. Like, and, why would you say this? And Erica, you could tell, had never shared it with her before. And it does make me think now Erica flashed um, Piquet her, her underwear her, that and her that lack of underwear that night because she had that she seen and then she also said at the reunion at BravoCon this weekend Piquet and Dorit so I think I think Dorit better rethink being aligned with Lisa Rinna and she needs to move to the other side over with Gabri you know the other ladies. Garcelle and Garcelle so and, this is Real Housewives yeah. and, and so BravoCon and then last night on Watch What Happens Live Andy Cohen show he had on like just a variety a it was variety, the shade room the shady the good. shady shady ones and then you know uh, Andy you know they got into a whole thing where apparently Erica had Instagrammed Garcelle's book in a trash can with a phone. And a bunch of junk. So it's it. like Grant. We have a my talk team, yeah. and let's just say um, that Jason comes out with a book, and then we take a picture of us throwing the book right out in the trash without even reading it and post it on Instagram. Not good. Yeah, it's it's and then it's we somebody find, you work with every day, and then says, "Oh, we find out at the reunion that uh, you know it was Lisa Rinna who did that." And sent the picture to Erica, and then oh. Erica said, "Oh, I'll post it under the pretty mess." And these other ladies don't think these women are colluding on Kathy Hilton anyway. But Andy, the cameras cut away, but they don't cut away, and and they start giggling. Andy, Rinna, and Erica about how Lisa got in so much trouble, um, got Erica in trouble because she's a bad recycler. Harry had thrown the phone in, and Garcelle, Garcelle just sat there, like tears visibly welling up. Like in her I wrote eyes. a book; it's my it's my, my story, my story, my memoir. And She's, they had just talked about like she had a Bill Cosby story, right? And, you know, it's her memoir, and and, they, so, and your colleague, your person you work with, who's supposed to be yes. your friend, throws it in the trash and posts it on Instagram. It. It was that was very it was un- so mean comfortable. It was so disrespectful, and I thought back to when Kim Richards handed Lisa Rinna at a reunion a bunny that Lisa Rinna had given her for her granddaughter, the first granddaughter, mm-hmm. and Lisa Rinna burst into what I now know are her actress hysterical tears on the reunion, and then. Kim Richards said, those aren't even real tears. And then Lisa Rinna cried even more. And there's Garcelle, once again, having to have a firm upper lip, take all this petty, microaggressive, mean girl stuff. And Andy's right there, part of it. I was like, wow, somebody didn't really like Andy that they kept the camera on. They filmed that. They showed that. I I couldn't believe it. I wonder if he's going to have a fall like Alan. Well... No, I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, I just didn't like that. I just didn't like that. And 
I didn't like that Lisa Rinna tried to say that her crazy way. Andy did call her out on her terrible social media. And I did like that. And he said, you're terrible. What is wrong with you? That was really the only thing I thought he was strong about. Yeah, but then he let it go. Yes, he did. And so it'd be like you calling me out on really bad behavior on the air and how mean I've been to other people and bad behavior. And like, you have been rotten. You've been rotten. You've been rotten. I know. I don't know what to do, Lori. I'm just rotten. Yeah. I know. And, and I'm then, a work and then in you, progress. Right. That, and then you would say, but you you said you quit Twitter. I know, but I like social media. So I just got back on. I mean, and she bears basically dared him to fire her. She said, well, put me on pause, Andy. Put me on bleep and pause. Yeah. And I thought, please do it. Because I don't know. I feel like uh, this has got to cause problems in her marriage at home. I can't imagine that Harry Hamlin. Is- I think being on the Housewives gets toxic after too many years. Maybe, maybe. I feel like there should mm-hmm. be a shelf life for a human being if you want to continue to feel good about yourself because one well no I, mean, I don't know, I don't know. she I just mean, really she's jumped the shark yeah she she really has and um it, it didn't disappoint i still but can't still. get over erica looking like a gigantic toddler and tiara contestant her outfit is you can tell now that mikey and the glam squad team that she has they've had to take a big cut in salary since they're not having widow and orphan money and so this is why they're styling her the way she is. Plus, Julia, chips and Chardonnay. Chips and Chardonnay. <laughs> you know, that's Erica. Is that what she says she eats? No, I just, that's what, that's what so I think. So you're basically just saying she's gained weight. Yeah, why don't you just gained, say it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, you're Chardonnay. so funny. <laughs> oh, Laura, you're so funny. Plus, she's gained weight. Well, no, but I'm just saying that, you know... You can't be happy with yourself by being that mean all the time. And she's really like, you know, coming out on stage and flipping people off. And Lisa, none of that is healthy for your heart and your mind. No, I would agree. You know, but they made me so mad when they were mean girling and they didn't even have one thing. And there's Garcelle. I was just like, oh, Garcelle, we got you. Well, she everyone loves. And and Sutton yeah, and, and Sutton. Crystal. Yep. Crystal yep. put Kyle in her place last night. Finally. Anywho. Okay, that's I, it. If you haven't watched these shows now, we're done talking about them for a week. Not a week. They're yeah, not one more week. Yeah. yeah, one more week. All right. <laughs> hey, how about the seventh caller right now? Get tickets to the opening night of Beauty and the Beast on November 30th. It's a Wednesday night at the Ordway. And that is their holiday show this year. If you don't win tickets, go buy some because this production is supposed to be phenomenal. We'll be right back. What is the meaning of this? All right. All right. All right. All right. So um, Olivia Wilde made Harry Styles go out with her last night. <laughs> they went out to dinner, but they kept their distance. And then they went to, do you know this band, Wolf Hall? Wolf Alice? Wolf Alice. No. Wolf Alice. Do you know Wolf you Alice, know what- the band? No, I do not. Anyway, that's the concert they were at. They looked like they were at like uh, one of the theater places. Yes, it looks but like Harry that. is way over here. It looks like a Pantasia situation. Notice all the people that are between them. Two, yeah, good point. There's a there's a but distance. She is gleaming and smiling at the camera, Lori. Julia, you know what? She really she really doesn't. She seems like she's sick because she knows if Harry really loved her. He'd come and stand by her, you're so, and he wouldn't you're pretend like he didn't know I'm not, her. I'm not talking about them anymore. <laughs> she, 
His mom doesn't like her. He doesn't do you know like that? her for Harry. Okay, you have a 27-year-old son. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if he was dating a 38-year-old who was in a vicious custody battle with an 8- and a 6-year-old at home? No, excuse me, 6- and 4-year-old, even littler. Oh, I would just be like, um, this is not going anywhere good. The sooner you get out, the, the, better. the better. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. So Harry has had this conversation yeah, with his mom. Everybody. He's trying to let Olivia down gently. They've had yeah. these tickets forever. They're personal friends, but he ain't standing by her by the bar. Uh, uh-uh. And she knows it. And look at her. Look at her. She hasn't eaten now. Oh, yeah. She can feel the breakup coming. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to live in Brooklyn. You're so funny. <laughs> Final You're statement. so funny. Uh, here, I've got one for you. Okay. Post Malone injures himself on stage again. Oh, no. What? He's here's got to slow down on the solo cut before the show starts. Yeah. And what Put happens, light, yeah. both of his injuries have been because of the, the trap door. The trap door. So this one, he rolled. First, he fell through the trap door. Right. He forgot it was open. And up to his ribs mm-hmm. and crutched his ribs. And the latest is he rolled his ankle because there's holes in the middle of the stage where the pyrotonics come out mm-hmm. pyrotechnics pyrotechnics mm-hmm. the tonics cousins mm-hmm. yeah shut up grant i love you i yeah. no, they're the friends you know if you what Best do you do when you meet ever. a pyrotonic you say where's your pyrotechnic brother <laughs> yeah i say it all the time i love it come here you two pyros i just call them pyros but the pyro fire things and he falls he keeps walking in the holes yeah, like I said, he's got to dial back the solo cup, <laughs> yeah. and they need he to takes... put big X's in fluorescent tape. Light, yeah, they need to mm-hmm. think for their star. I, I would agree. <laughs> think for the star and well. give him visual clues on the floor. I would agree. Chris yeah. Jenner um, wants when she dies, she wants to be cremated, and she wants that um, her remains made into necklaces for her children. Lovely. I'm glad my parents are not making any requests like that. Okay. Of, Chloe, you know. Chloe Kardashian is comp- contemplating a boob job because she doesn't have the cleavage like her sisters. Chloe, get your butt implants removed and then we'll talk. I like Chloe. I, like, I do too. I, I don't like the big, big She's busting like, she fine. I feel like this is just a clip from their Hulu show well, it that is nobody story. is watching. I am. Yeah, which I again, like the zeitgeist of that is all over. Easy for you to say. There's a whole new world that's experiencing. Yeah. But what? I, but Julia, what I'm saying is that because everything we uh, that's happens on that show, we've already seen on their Instagram reels. 
And in paparazzi, you know, they're so good at yeah. always being in the front of it. Yeah. So that was always the thing before we felt like we were learning something with the Kardashians before. Like we were keeping up with them. Now we're like, ah, we well, they're know sick this. of Kanye. Oh they my gosh, sick. that's the understatement of the year. Of so they, is Howard Stern, by the way. Oh, Howard, yeah. everybody is, and he doesn't get to use his bipolar as an excuse for no. his. Everyone's sick of him. Completely racist, racist, yep. and uh, misogynistic, and sexist, and BS. He is the master of his own utter nonsense. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Okay, Mark Consuelos posted a photo. This is kind of funny. He's. Uh, He's standing next to two bro- their brothers, Jason and Jaron Collins. And uh, when you see the photo, oh, which we posted, Mark Consuelo looks like a pocket-sized man, like Polly Pocket Doll. <laughs> he does. But you got to kind of love that. I, you know what? I remember when your dad and Casey and I were in Rome, and we went to the Trevi Fountain, and there was um, a Carbonari, you know, the... Maybe not a carbonari. He was an actual police officer because he had on the blue jacket and he had on some kind of a hat. You know, he's polizia. Uh-huh. But he was almost seven feet tall. And I said, Casey, I've got to get a picture of you and your oh, dad yeah. because you two really right would look. Right next to him. They, he looked like he was walking his little Italian dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the visual of the... The images of oh, yeah. the two of them. Mm-hmm. And he was so nice. And it was right out in front of that famous um, gelato shop. Right, You've been to the Trevi oh, Fountain? It, yeah, I've been to the Trevi Fountain. Well, the, everyone goes to this one gelato. You'll okay. see the line. You two, if you ever get there, you'll go. It's so small. The space isn't that big around it. Well, that was, I thought, one of the biggest... Like, wow. People go, oh moments. my gosh. Because is- you go in an alley and you turn and there's the Trevi Fountain. I'm like... It's here? Yeah, yeah. Because you think it's in this wide open space. It's, right. It's like in an alley. Kind of. Kind of. There are all these little plots, yeah. all these little things you don't realize, the medieval building and the times Oh, I couldn't even believe how yeah. little it was. I'm like, wow. Wow. Okay. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, a week after turning for 50, she wants to let everybody know that uh, turning 50... Uh, has not been a struggle one bit. In fact, it's been the easiest thing she's ever done. She is such a princess of smug. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, nobody gets do divorced we, better than her. Do nobody. we say that? I uh, mean, this has been the easiest. It's been two weeks, and it was just another day. Wow. I am so good at this. I know how to age. Yeah. Nothing gets me. Yeah. Nothing. I read a scathing review uh, from a woman who went on a the Goop cruise. Oh, about how bad it was and that Gwyneth was on there for like 48 hours. But she said it was like really being like there was a group of like high school, like the cool girls. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like all these people. She said there was nothing, you know, you got like a a massage and, but she was just like, wow, that is just like going and being on the tail end of a cool trip that you're not really invited to the party is how it felt. How horrible is that? I know. Because you pay good money. Yeah, and it was a Mediterranean. Yeah. She wow. was like, thank God we had all these things. She said it was so little effort. Yuck. Yeah. So, I mean, she just is the princess of smug. Grant, how are you doing being 38? Loving it. Not mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. yeah it was adjusted. the easiest thing yeah. you've ever done? <laughs> that was not the e- No, no, but I'm adjusting, yes. So. Okay. Jen Shaw's lawyer. How about seeing that, that last, night. last night? You need to stop. Botox so you can move your face and cry in front of the judge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. 
But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you do need to be able to express emotion. <laughs> and we've already seen Jen Shaw in um, last week's episode. We saw her without makeup and eyelashes, and wow. Oh. Holy First of all, we saw a lot woman. of those women without makeup and eyelashes. Yeah, but I mean, it's wow. Like, it's there's one plus for not wearing, wearing false eyelashes. You won't ever have to scare anybody when they see you with your real eyes. It, and today, I didn't even barely wear mm. makeup. I mean, it's wow. Shocking. It's shocking. So I can see how a lawyer, if you know you're going to take a plea deal, would want you to not take your Botox. So your face will move. So your face will move and you People can show can have some empathy mission. and sympathy for you. Yeah. I don't know if that works well, or I not. Know, she's looking I mean, at 15 to 30 years. That blows me away. And it is confirmed she's not coming back next year. Because there's nothing to yeah. film. They don't know what they can film. Right. You know, they knew when Teresa went away, she was going away for 11 months. And they knew it would overlap. But yeah, she's, she's you know, might do... Might be seven years before we see Jen Shaw. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people to fry. Yeah, we'll money. see. We'll yeah. see. So, yeah, that's all been changed. But Andy Cohen explained that he's like, we can't do anything about right. it. We know she's going to prison. She has told us she's going to prison. Right. And it's weird watching these episodes because she's talking about her innocence yeah. and how no one believes her. Yeah. You just sit there like, ugh. It, yeah, it kind of makes it delightfully awkward in, in the best reality way possible. It's very <laughs> That's well said. It's, it's like very, love is blind. You know, the guy pouring awkward. his heart out to the girl and she's doing jumping jacks and Pilates. <laughs> yes, and yoga. Yeah. Stretching. Stretching, you know. And Doodling. Faking that she's interested. Yeah. It's easy to fake when you can't see somebody, you know. Right? It is. It, is. it totally is. I agree. <laughs> I agree. All right. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 